Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, The Kingdom Offer Withdrawn. The prophesied kingdom in the Old Testament was an expected future literal kingdom that would be ruled over by the Messiah. Nothing anywhere suggests that this kingdom would be merely spiritual in nature. The Jews looked forward to and anticipated the literal coming of the Messiah and his literal kingdom rule. All kingdom truth in the New Testament is consistent with this literal expectation laid down in the Old Testament. In this, uh, the New Testament is very consistent with the Old Testament. After Christ's birth, the, the Magi came looking for, quote, he who has been born king of the Jews, Matthew 2.2. 2. The Jews, from their knowledge of the Old Testament, expected the Messiah to literally come, judging sin, and then proceed to set up his kingdom. Compare Malachi 3, 1 through 5. In preparation for a literal Messiah to physically come and set up the kingdom, John the Baptist came preaching, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 4, 1. He was preparing the way for Israel to enter the kingdom by way of repentance. The Jews knew that Messiah would first pour out his wrath on unbelieving rebels, and therefore John preached a need for repentance because Messiah was coming. In order to go into the kingdom with the Messiah, they would need to be repentant. When Jesus began his public ministry, he began exactly with the same message as John the Baptist, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 4.17 The same condition, repentance, applied, and the same kingdom was in view. The whole focus is Jewish. The church at this point was not even in view. The background of the kingdom offer in the Gospels is found in the Old Testament scriptures. It is the same kingdom in view throughout. This kingdom would involve other nations, but Israel would be central. Therefore, when John the Baptist <clears throat> and then Christ spoke of the message of the kingdom, the Jews automatically and correctly assumed that they were talking about the kingdom prophesied by Isaiah and the other Old Testament prophets. <clears throat> Note that the kingdom message was directed essentially at the Jews in the earthly ministry of Christ. Matthew 10, 5 and 6. These twelve Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go, do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This was not a message about some general spiritual kingdom, or it would have had application for the Gentiles as well. This message was an offer of the promised kingdom in the Old Testament to Israel on the condition of repentance, which would be evidenced in the receiving of Jesus as Messiah. The turning point of the kingdom offer came in Matthew 12. From the middle of Matthew 12 on, the kingdom is no longer offered to Israel. The Jews, via their leaders, are shown to emphatically reject Jesus as their Messiah, and thereby rejected the kingdom. In Matthew 4.17, the phrase, from that time, denotes a definite turning point, the time when Christ began to offer the kingdom to Israel on the condition of repentance. From that time is used again in Matthew 16.21 to denote another change in Christ's ministry, where it marks the beginning of his emphasis on his coming suffering, death, and resurrection. Early on in his ministry, Christ presented the truth of the kingdom. But upon the nation's rejection... He then spoke of his coming death. In Matthew 12, Jesus is shown to heal all, Matthew 12, 15, 
which is indicative of the kingdom. Compare Isaiah 35. When he healed a demon-possessed man, the Pharisees said he did it, quote, by the ruler of demons. This represented brazen rejection of the truth so serious that Jesus called it blasphemy against the spirit which would not be forgiven. Matthew 12, 31, 32. This marks a major turning point. It marks a withdrawal of the kingdom offer. It was not a permanent withdrawal, for God is not done with Israel. Israel still has a future, Romans 11. But for that generation, living at that time, Jesus was, in effect, done with them. They had rejected Jesus, their king, and thus the kingdom could not be established. Matthew 21, 43, Therefore I say to you, Jesus said, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a nation, bearing the fruits of it. Jesus was saying that the kingdom offer had been taken away from the generation living at that time. But there would be another generation at a future time that would demonstrate true faith and repentance and would thereby enter into the good of the kingdom. The triumphal entry of Jesus was in effect the official presentation of him as the Jewish Messiah in keeping with the prophecy of Zechariah 9.9. But alas, the Jewish leaders as representatives of the people officially rejected him. At that time, Jesus wept saying, quote, If you had known even you, especially, this is your day, the things which make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Luke 19, 41 through 42. Matthew 21, 37 through 39, Jesus said there, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate, for I say to you, you shall see me no more, till you say, Blessed is he, that's Jesus, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus greatly desired to gather Israel to himself in repentance, but as he said, they were not willing. Consequently, they were left in a condition of desolation, and this condition would not change until they came to repentance and were willing to receive him as Messiah, as expressed in the words, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, which will be the fulfillment of the Messianic prophecy in Psalm 118, verse 26. Thus, the kingdom is still put on hold. Today we are proclaiming the gospel of Christ as summarizing his death, burial, and resurrection. However, we are not proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom as being at hand, because it is on hold. After the rapture of the church in a tribulation context, the gospel of the kingdom will again be proclaimed. That is the context for Matthew 24, 14, where it says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Finally, in the tribulation period, as the gospel of the kingdom once again goes forth, <clears throat> there will be a great turning in Israel to Jesus the Messiah. Then the good news of the kingdom will actually be realized as the Messiah returns at his second coming and establishes his kingdom. Hosea 3, 4, and 5 says, For the children of Israel shall abide many days, and we're still in those many days, many days without king or prince 
or sacrifice or sacred pillar without ephod and teraphim. Afterward, the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king, the greater David, the Lord Jesus Christ. They shall fear the Lord and his goodness. And get this, they shall fear the Lord and his goodness in the latter days. Finally, in the latter days, Israel will come to repentance. And then the kingdom will become a reality. But for now, the offer has been withdrawn. Jesus has gone back to heaven, went to the cross, went back to heaven, and now is building his church. When the church is completed, he will yet again come back and complete his program with the nation of Israel. Lord, we thank you for your glorious kingdom program. We are all, as believers, headed for the kingdom. But uh, in the meantime, uh, this is the church age, and you are building a forever family called the church. And so, Lord, I pray that you would uh, use us today to that end for your glory. I pray in Christ's name. Amen.